Hi friend, Jen here. Question for you. Are you building a personal brand or do you want to build a personal brand, but you just don't know where to start and you feel so confused and you have analysis paralysis and you're like, there's so many options. There's so many things that I could do. There's so many ways to go about it, but I just don't know how to do it. Or maybe you have this desire to do it and you know exactly what to do, but you just don't have the confidence to press go. Well, I have an amazing opportunity or a dare rather for you to do today. We have just announced that we are doing our biggest event yet. We are going to be doing a mega event called Build Your Brand Live in Dallas, Texas, October 20th, 21st, and 22nd. And I am personally inviting you to attend. This is going to be our biggest event we've ever done. So anybody that's interested in building a personal brand or that has a brand or has a service, a product, or a story that can help people and you want to monetize it, I want you to get your butt to Dallas, Texas for this event because we're going to be having some of the biggest brand builders, entrepreneurs, influencers and thought leaders speaking on our stages, teaching you how they got seen, got paid and got the confidence to do it. You're also going to be surrounded by hundreds of other like-minded people who can help you on your journey to being seen and creating that brand of your dreams, really becoming that recognized expert in your space. So I don't know what you're waiting for. I mean, I know what you're waiting for. You're waiting for me to share you the link and how to sign up. So go to buildyourbrandlive.net right now or go to the show notes and click on the link and buy a ticket. We're in early bird pricing right now. The prices will never be this low. So go do it right now before that expires and the prices go up. And I dare you don't just buy one ticket, but buy two tickets, buy a ticket for a friend to come with you and give the gift of being seen, being paid and being confident to a business bestie of yours. All right, my friend, that's your dare of the day. I can't wait to see you at Build Your Brand Live in Dallas, Texas in October. See you soon. Every time I go, no matter what, I'm always happy I went. And the thing that I like to remember about networking is no matter how uncomfortable it is, or maybe how shitty the event is, or maybe you really don't want to be there, no matter what, the night will end and you'll end up in your bed at night. And how do you want to feel when you get in your bed? Do you want to feel proud of yourself because you went? Or do you want to feel like, man, I chickened out and then have that FOMO feeling of seeing all the pictures on social media the next day and being like, oh, I didn't go. I totally should have gone. So you never really want to go, or sometimes you don't want to go, but you're always happy you went. What if today was the day that you dared yourself to do what you've always wanted? Welcome to the I Dare You podcast. I'm your host, Jen Gottlieb, and together we're going to step outside of our comfort zones and into our best lives one dare at a time. So come on, I dare you to dive right on in. Hello, friend. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the I Dare You podcast. So happy you're here. So grateful for you. So excited about this episode. I was thinking about what to talk about today, and then it became unbelievably clear based on the Get Ready With Me Instagram Live this morning, where I got several questions that were exactly the same. Whenever there's a theme and there's several questions that are the same, I'm like, oh, it's got to be a podcast. So I promised you that I would do a podcast on this topic. So here we are. We're going to be talking about networking and not just networking, but socializing in general and working a room and being around humans and making the most out of a social situation. The reason I really want to talk about this is because there was a period of time there when we were all inside for quite a while. I would say it was like two years many of us were inside for during the pandemic. And what happened during that time, 
uh, was that we really got out of practice when it comes to connecting in real life with people. And our world became it became smaller and bigger at the same time because we figured out ways to communicate way more via Zoom and it became way more normal to do Zoom calls and FaceTime calls and texts and and communicate using the internet but not necessarily have to go anywhere and meet people in real life or be around people in person so what i've noticed just from a lot of my friends and coworkers and people i'm around and myself too is there's a a lot of people and i'm, I'm saying including myself that get even more nervous in in networking events or in just social situations or we just for me personally i don't desire to go to networking events or in person events as much as i used to i just i don't know maybe it's me maybe i'm getting older but it exhausts me or maybe that's just my the way that i am maybe it's just my personality people don't realize this about me but i am actually quite an introvert and what i mean by introvert is that I can totally work a room, I'm confident on stage, I can talk to people, but I get my energy from being alone. So when I'm out in front of people, or I'm at like an event, or I'm in a room with lots of people, or I'm, I'm just expending a lot of energy by socializing, it means that my battery is is being expended, like I'm losing energy. And then in order to recoup or recharge my battery, I need to go be by myself. I would say that extroverts, or this is, this is how I define it because I heard this somewhere, that this is like the definition of introverts and extroverts, so I just keep going with it. But extroverts get their energy from being around people, and when they're by themselves, they kind of lose their energy, and they need to go be around people again to get their energy back. I'm the complete opposite. So it takes me a lot to get up and go to places and get all dressed up and be in a room and work the room and talk to people and it can be quite exhausting and it can be quite nerve-wracking and usually I don't ever want to go before I go but here's the thing I don't ever want to go before I go like ever usually it's very rare that I'm like oh I can't wait even if it's a meetup with some of my best friends in the world even if it's like something that is so like on paper exciting and I've been waiting to go and I know that great things are going to happen there's still a little bit of me that's like mm, I'd kind of rather be on my couch in my sweatpants tonight I, I don't know but am I alone in this you know like it, it's almost that that feeling where it's like you're calling somebody and when it's ringing you secretly hope they don't pick up the phone or when you have plans with somebody, you secretly, even if you want to see them, you secretly hope that they cancel. I don't know. It's like that feeling. But here's the thing. Every time I go, no matter what, I'm always happy I went. And the thing that I like to remember about networking is no matter how uncomfortable it is, or maybe how shitty the event is, or maybe you really don't want to be there, no matter what, the night will end and you'll end up in your bed at night. And how do you want to feel that at, when you get in your bed? Do you want to feel proud of yourself because you went? Or do you want to feel like, man, I chickened out and then have that FOMO feeling of seeing all the pictures on social media the next day and being like, ugh, I didn't go. I totally should have gone. So you never really want to go, or sometimes you don't want to go, but you're always happy you went. All right. I have four tips for networking and making the most out of a networking experience. And also, these tips are also for people that are more introverted or socially awkward that need to know easier ways to work a room or ways that will make it more, um, I guess you could say, um, successful in so many ways. So not just successful in the way of meeting new friends, but successful in a way of feeling confident and good about yourself when you leave, and also successful in a way of making things happen and making opportunities happen because connection is key when it comes to making opportunities. I always say you're one connection away from changing your life. You're one person away 
one conversation away. It's usually humans that have the ability to change people's lives. It's always when I look back and I connect my dots, it's always been people. So we need to know how to connect with people if we want to make stuff happen. And this, this episode of the podcast is full of dares, full of dares, because it's never going to feel comfortable to go put yourself in a room full of people and work a room. I mean, maybe for some people, I take that back. There might be some of you that's listening. That's like, Jen, I love working rooms. I'm so good at parties. Great. Good for you. You're amazing. Um, it took me a while to get good at it. And I still have to use these tools that I'm about to teach you to really, um, not like to, to feel more confident, to feel better in the room and to get the most out of it. Okay, so let's dive in. The number one first tip that I have for you when it comes to networking or making powerful connections in real life, IRL, is to be the most interested person in the room, not the most interesting person in the room. What do I mean by that? Well, everybody's favorite topic is dun, 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 themselves, people love talking about themselves. They love hearing their name. They love talking about themselves. People love it. The best way to make someone walk away from a conversation with you saying, oh my God, I just had the best conversation ever. I love that person is to just ask them questions. And that does so much for you because it also saves you from having to talk about yourself or worry about what you're saying or think of things to say. You don't even have to worry about impressing that person. Just ask questions. Be interested. Be interested in the human you're talking to. Make them feel seen. Make them feel heard. It's the easiest way to have a conversation. Go around and find out as much information about people as you possibly can. And it will make the networking event super easy for you. Okay, so be the most interested person, not the most interesting. Next, announce your vulnerability. Announce your vulnerability or announce the elephant in the room. So here's the thing. I would almost guarantee you that if you're feeling awkward talking to somebody, this person that you're talking to probably feels awkward too. Or if there's some kind of awkward situation going on in the room, maybe there's an awkward silence, maybe it's really freezing cold, maybe the shrimp smells like crap, uh, maybe the uh, the punch is too strong. I don't know. Do people have punch anymore? I don't even think so. I don't drink, so I don't know. Maybe um, there's just like, it's like a weird crowd. Maybe it's, I don't know. There's always something maybe awkward or weird happening in the moment. Maybe you are noticing that the person next to you or the woman next to you is wearing really beautiful heels and you're wearing heels too and your heels really are hurting your feet. That's something awkward that you could talk about. So basically what I'm saying is if you feel weird or if you feel like there's something awkward in the room, say it. Because the thing that connects us as human beings is vulnerability. And the more real you can be, the more the other person next to you is going to feel like they can exhale and they can just connect with you, right? Don't you always feel good if you're at something, like maybe you like put yourself in, in the situation. You feel a little nervous. You're at an event. You don't know anybody. And someone comes up to you and they're like, man, I feel so nervous right now. I don't really know anybody here. And so I'm, I'm feeling a little like out of practice when it comes to connecting with people. What do you feel like, oh man, me too, me too. I feel that way also. We can just stick together over here. What's your name? And then you'd start a conversation. So maybe it's, you know, I'm feeling awkward. Or maybe it's, man, I haven't worn heels in, in like six months. My feet are killing me. How are you feeling? Those are gorgeous shoes. That's a great way to start a conversation. Or I don't know. Uh, hey, did you taste the blank, blank, blank hors d'oeuvre? Did you try that? What did you think? Oh my gosh. And you can laugh about it, right? Or, hey, like, is it just me or there's a lot of XYZ here? I don't know. 
if there's something that's happening that's different or awkward or weird, or maybe there's an awkward silence, maybe you're sitting around and there's a bunch of people in a circle and just no one's saying anything, you'd be like, well, there's the awkward silence. It's just a fun way to break the ice and it makes you more human and it makes you more connectable. I like connecting with people that just take their guard down and are human and aren't trying to put up a front like they have it all together. Don't ever underestimate the fact that everyone that you're around is also a human being and is also a person and also has insecurities and they might be just as nervous as you. So connect on a real level. Let your guard down. Okay. The next one is the next tip. Go in with a goal. Go in with a goal. Okay. So you don't want to just go to a networking event, just fly around with no goal and no intention because a couple of bad things are going to happen. Number one, you're not going to be able to know when you can leave. And for an introvert, that's a really terrible thing. I like to know when I can leave. So I set a goal so I know that once I've accomplished my goal, I can give myself permission to get out of there, to leave. So, and and I can leave feeling great. Like I did the thing that I said I was going to do. And if you have a goal, it will make that networking event so much more worth it and so much more fun. It's like gamifying the experience. So examples of goals that you can have in networking events. Uh, One of my goals sometimes can be, my goal is to take a selfie with three different people here. Great. And that's a great way to follow up with people, to send them the selfie of you and them. It's a great way to connect with people, to say, hey, want to take a selfie? It's it's kind of scary, but it could be your dare of the day to go up to random people that you want to connect with and be like, hey, I'm trying to get selfies with everybody here. It's a great way. Um, another goal could be find the most interesting person in the room or find the most successful person in the room and have a conversation with them. Or maybe your goal is to get five different people connected on with you on Instagram. So that means you have to have five conversations and at the end of the conversation, connect in the DMs on Instagram. So whatever your goal is, set your goal when you, before you get there, this is my goal and I cannot leave until I accomplish it. Then the cool thing about that is you can leave once you've accomplished your goal. And I am a big fan of not saying goodbye to anyone when I leave a big event. I just walk right on out. Nobody's going to care. Nobody's going to notice. Nobody's going to remember unless you are absolute besties with the person hosting the event everybody's doing their own thing. No one's going to notice. So do your thing, make connections, make yourself seen, take a few photos. And when your goal is accomplished, give yourself permission to get out of there. You're going to feel so good that you didn't just leave early because you you know, felt uncomfortable. Nope. You didn't do that. You went in, you accomplished the goal, you did what you had to do, and then you left. And then also you're not going to feel like, man, I, I stayed too long. Like, I just, I, I don't know when I can leave. Like, I feel awkward. I feel uncomfortable. I really don't want to be here. You know, and none of that. It, 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 it like completely removes all of that. So go in with a goal. Last but not least is the most important piece because without this, then nothing really takes place after the event. The fortune is in the follow-up. So you want to follow up, but you want to follow up the right way. You want to follow up with value. So please, my friends, if you are a listener of my podcast, you will not be a bad follow-upper. You will be a good follow-upper. Don't ever follow up saying this. Hey, just reaching out and bumping this up to the top of your inbox or just checking in. Um, Don't ever say the word just because it's already devaluing yourself because you're already coming across like you're you know that you're bothering the person and you are just trying to uh, say hello if they give you permission. No, be excited. You have something amazing to offer them. So the best way to not feel bad about following up with someone and be excited and get that person to open up your email or open up your text or open up your DM and respond to you is if you follow up with some sort of value. Now, the value doesn't have to be anything crazy. It could simply be a beautiful photo of the two of you together at the event. Hey, I took this last night. I absolutely loved this shot. I wanted to send it your way. Loved meeting you. Loved our conversation. 
Um, let's try out that sushi restaurant we were talking about this week. Are you free Wednesday? Boom. Great follow-up. Maybe you were having a conversation about that person's kids and that person's kid loves uh, a specific TV show. Maybe you can send them like, oh my gosh, my, like this is the greatest YouTube video of how that TV show is made. Please show it to little Johnny. I think he would really appreciate it. Great. That's value. You remembered what you were talking about with the person. They're going to be so over the moon that you remembered that, that you sent them something. Maybe you were having a conversation about your favorite restaurant. Hey, I, I know we were talking about XYZ restaurant. Um, why don't we check it out? Here's the link. Um, are you free on Saturday? Right? So like, here's a link to the restaurant, or I could hook you up with a reservation, you and your husband or you and your wife uh, for a reservation. If you want to go there, I remember we were talking about it. So when you follow up, make sure you follow up about it. You could also send an article to something. Maybe they were, you were talking about uh, something specific in business and you found an article, maybe even an article that you wrote that would help you look really good. Uh, or a post that you were talking about that was funny or a meme follow up and give them something. That is the best way to be memorable and to go the extra mile and for people to be like, wow, that was really thoughtful. I definitely want to respond to this person. All right. So those are your tips. Number one, be the most interested person in the room, not the most interesting. Number two, make sure you announce the elephant in the room or announce your vulnerability. Be vulnerable. Number three, you want to make sure you go in with a goal so you can leave when you're done. And number four, follow up with value. So my introverted friends and extroverted friends, I think this can help absolutely everybody. I hope that your next event is an absolute success and you make so many amazing friendships, but you also feel great and confident while doing it. Also, while getting home in time to chill in your sweatpants, watch some TV and go to bed early because that's my style of going out now. <laughs> I love you. I'm grateful for you. And my dare of the day is just that. I dare you to go to the next thing you're invited to and test out these four tips. I absolutely dare you. All right, get up in your text. I know you're invited to something recently. And if you're not, I have a feeling you will be. In fact, I'm going to give you something right now. All right. So I announced this earlier, but our biggest event yet is happening called Build Your Brand Live. It's happening in October, in October. So I, in Dallas, Texas, and what I want you to do is to just go to the link in our show notes or go to buildyourbrandlive.net and check it out and get your ticket. And you can actually practice using all of these tips in a real life event. There's going to be over 500 like-minded entrepreneurs there. If you are somebody that listens to the I Dare You podcast, there's going to be lots of people there that are type A, high achievers, people that are daring themselves to step out of their comfort zones, brand builders, business owners, and we're going to have some of the biggest, most influential, most powerful, most incredible, I mean, I could use all the adjectives, literally, speakers that there are, because we are, we are getting the, I'm, I'm telling you, these speakers are going to rock your freaking world. It's three days. You don't want to miss it. So there you go. Buildyourbrandlive.net. Go sign up. Don't just get a ticket for you. Get a ticket for your business bestie. And I can't wait to meet you in person and give you the biggest hug. All right, go for it. I dare you. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the I Dare You podcast. I'm so grateful you chose to spend this time with me, but I'm even more grateful for your future self that you are building one dare at a time. So my first dare for you is to subscribe to the show and then share it with a friend who you think needs to step a little bit more outside their comfort zone and into their best lives. They'll thank you for it. I'll see you next time on the I Dare You podcast.